Glory be to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, beloved, I want to welcome you to yet another week in the land of the living. I want to welcome you to a fresh episode of uh, Glenn Podcast, the official podcast channel of Global Emancipation Ministries, Calgary, Canada. Our mandate as given by the Lord himself is to liberate men through the knowledge of the truth. And that's exactly what we're doing via this uh, platform. And so I want to encourage you, if you have not done so already, I want to encourage you to subscribe to this uh, podcast channel on the various listening platforms that are available. You can subscribe on Anchor, on Spotify, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, Radio Public, uh, Pandora, Pocket Cast, and all other listening platforms available to you, uh, depending on your uh, on the device that you are using. You know, if you're able to subscribe to this uh, podcast channel, you'll be able to have access to our previous and uh, recent episodes, you know. And um, every time a fresh episode is available, it will be delivered straight to you. You don't have to, uh, you will not necessarily miss out on anything the Lord may be bringing your way on a weekly basis. So I want to encourage you to do that. Or probably you just, uh, maybe if you're not familiar with these platforms, all you need to do is just to type in a Glenn Podcast, Glenn Podcast in your Google search box and click on search. To bring out the various listening platforms, just click on anyone that you want and uh, you can begin to listen from there. Uh, to learn about our ministry and all we do, I want to encourage you to visit our website at www.glam.org, www.gloem.org. You're able to have access to our vision, our mission statements, what we do, who we are, uh, where we are working, and uh, also if you want to be part of what God is doing through us, be able to have the opportunity to do that as you visit the website and explore it for further information. And uh, we also want to encourage you to follow us on social media. Uh, You can check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and other social media platforms available to you. Like our pages, follow us, connect with us, uh, so that you can become, uh, you can keep abreast of fresh updates as they become available. May the Lord bless you mightily as you do all this. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this is another week, and uh, the Lord has ordained a fresh episode for us. The Lord has actually ordained to uh, visit us with a fresh revelation from His Word. And uh, we're going to be looking at a very important uh, topic in this uh, episode. Uh, Before we do that, let's take a moment and uh, say a word of prayer. Father, we thank you because you are a very good God who celebrates your majesty. Lord, we adore you because there's no one like you. Bless your holy name. Thank you for all you have been doing for us in time past. Thank you for what you are doing now. And thanks for what you will still do in the future. Thank you for the revelation of your word. Thank you for always speaking to us every time we come to listen to you. Lord, accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Thanks for all the testimonies you have helped us to record in time past. And thank you for testimonies that are still coming our way. I would thank you, Father, because today you will speak to us again. You will give us fresh insight into your word. So that by the time this episode is over, we look back and have all the cause to glorify your name, even as the blessings become ours. Thank you for always answering our prayers. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Yeah, so like I said, um, it's a fresh episode because it's a fresh week. And the topic before us today is repentance. We're going to be looking at a word. We're going to be looking at a word today, and that word is repentance. So our topic for today's episode is repentance. 
going to be taking our text from Acts chapter 3 verse 19. Acts chapter 3 verse 19. And we're going to be reading from uh, New King James Version. Acts chapter 3 verse 19. I'll read from New King James Version. It says, Repent therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Repent therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. You know, when the during uh, on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came and uh, people started speaking in tongues and you know, people from everywhere came around and they were asking what's the meaning of this and they discovered, you know, it's not that they were drunk and they discovered that was actually the fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit as promised in Joel and uh, people were asking, what, what shall we do? People were asking the disciples, what can we do to be saved? What are we going to do? We also want to be saved. We don't want to die in our sins. You know, we want to, we want to receive salvation and this is the way the apostles replied. They told them, Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out. The apostles were trying to tell them the only way to have your sins forgiven, the only way to have your sins removed, the only way to have your sins blotted out is by repenting. And the moment you do that, you are free. You are now permitted and licensed to expect times of refreshing. From the presence of the Lord. So you cannot enjoy divine refreshment until the issue of sin has been dealt with. Sin is a burden. Sin is a burden. Until sin has been dealt with, the times of refreshing cannot come to you from the presence of the Lord. Now, this message of repentance is still relevant today. Because sin is still in the world. Every, uh, every time you come across sin, repentance is still in vogue, so to say. The message of repentance is not just the message of Acts of the Apostles. It's not just the message of the old timers. You know, those days when, when people were just... Uh, when people were just uh, accepting Jesus, those days when missionaries were just traveling, no, the message of repentance is still very relevant today. And in my own opinion, message of repentance is even more important now than then because the rate at which sin is multiplying, the rate at which evil is multiplying on this planet, repentance has to be preached more now than even before. So the message of repentance is still very relevant today. Not hearing it from the pulpit every Sunday doesn't mean you can't continue sinning. No, just because you don't, you go to church, you don't hear anybody talking about repent. Uh, because you don't go to, uh, you, you know, you turn on your television, you, you know, turn on your radio, you know, you hear sermons, you read uh, bulletins, Christian bulletins, you read uh, Christian magazines. You don't just find that word repent. You can't find repentance anywhere. That doesn't mean you should continue sinning is still a valid word and is still God's expectation even for this generation. Okay? Now, what does repentance actually mean? In case you even you are wondering what, what's even the meaning of this repentance? What does repentance actually mean? Now, according to Wikipedia, repentance is the activity 
of reviewing one's actions and feeling contrition or regret for past wrongs, which is accompanied by commitment to and actual actions that show and prove a change for the better. I will take it again. I will take it again slowly so that you can understand. I chose this particular uh, definition because it's it sums it up. You can also look at it on Wikipedia yourself. Repentance is the activity. It's the activity of reviewing one's actions and feeling contrition or regret for past wrongs, which is accompanied by commitment to and actual actions that show and prove a change for the better. So, from this description, it simply means repentance has to do with a change of direction or a change of way. And there must be actions and commitments to prove that the change for the better has occurred. Do you understand that? So, repentance has to do with, oh, I did this. I feel so bad for doing it. Because it is direct disobedience to God. The word of God says I should not tell lies. And I told a lie. And I feel bad for telling because I review my life and I discover that, oh, I told a lie. Now I want to repent from the sin of telling lies. Now I review my actions. I review what I said. Oh, that was a lie. And I don't just say, well... That there's nothing I can do about it. I'm not the only one. That's not repentance. You feel bad for telling that lie. You feel a sense of regret for doing that thing. And you now accompany that feeling by commitment to and actual actions that show and prove a change for the better. Meaning, after regretting, after feeling sorry, which the Bible called godly sorrow, after feeling sorry for the past wrong, for that lie you told, you now tell yourself, going forward i will always tell i will always say the truth no matter what happens and not just that you said it you are committed to it and you actually begin to tell the truth going forward so that everyone around you can know including yourself that you have changed for the better repentance is you turn Repentance is I am going this I was going this way before, then I turned back and I'm now going this way, which is a better way. To repent is I used to serve other gods, but now I am turning away from idolatry and I'm beginning to serve the only true God. So maybe there are some small gods in your village. In some of the your, your grandfathers have told you that there's one small god at one backyard. Every month you have to go and kill one goat or kill one thing or make some sacrifice and uh, make sure that God is worshipped, is the God of the family. And you have been doing that. But now you add the message of salvation that only the Almighty God in never should be worshipped. Ah, and you feel so bad that why have I been worshipping this small God? Repentance will be to turn away from worshipping that small God, offering sacrifice to that small God, and actually begin to worship the Almighty God. Repentance is not just, I will stop worshipping that small God. And that's it. No, you have to stop worshipping the small God, that's idol, and begin 
to actually be worshipping the Almighty God with full commitment. That's repentance. That's total U-turn. Not that instead of worshipping this small idol every month, uh, you now say, well, now I'm born again. Then you begin to attend church, attend church services. You begin to praise God. You begin to worship the Almighty God vocationally. You know, maybe once in every six months, you go back to the village and you just worship that small God a little and you come back to church. Now, you, before it used to be every month but, that you go to worship the idol. But now, since you are born again, since you are now a child of God, I will reduce it to just maybe twice in a year, every six months. That's not repentance. That's not repentance. Repentance means total U-turn. You, you turn. You leave that road for another road. You leave that way of life for another way of life. That's what repentance is. That's what repentance is. You told yourself, I we, you know, I've been drinking alcohol, I've been, you know, drinking myself to stupor, I've been, you know, I've been drunk several times, I've embarrassed myself, my family, I've embarrassed God. In fact, from now on, I am born again, I am accepting the Lordship of Jesus over my life, I will no longer go back into all these drinking habits. And you, you turn, you turn from drinking to not drinking alcohol. That's repentance. Repentance is not, eh, I used to drink 15 bottles and now I'm going to be drinking 10. You are still drinking. Repentance means you turn. That's why I take that definition description again from Wikipedia. It says the activity of reviewing. So repentance has to do with review. What aspect of your life is in direct conflict with the word of God? What are you doing that the word of God does not endorse? Review it. Review it. What kind of relationship are you in that God does not support, that God does not endorse? Review it. Are you treating your wife, are you treating your husband that you know the word of God, you know, has something opposite to say concerning that? Are you treating your spouse? Compare it with how the scripture expects your spouse to be treated. Review what are the things you are indulging in? Review your life. That's how I say you have to review. Look at your life. What are you doing that, that, does, that doesn't make God happy? Review those actions and feel contrition or regret for your past doings, your past wrongs. Then accompany that by commitment to an actual actions. Change. And generate new habits, new actions, new behavioral pattern. Generate new attitude that show and prove a change for the better. Your friends know that you are a smoker. Your friends know that you you are an alcoholic. And uh, but after some time, they say, ah, "This guy is not smoking again. This guy is not drinking again." And they come to you say, "What's happening? What's going on?" You won't even take one stick. You won't even take one cigarette. You won't take one bottle. What's going on? You say, I surrendered my life to Jesus Christ. I repented of all those things. Now they are in my past. I'm born again. I'm a new creature. Now those actions are proving that you have changed for the better. Not when you reduce your drinking from, you know, uh, twice a day to probably once a week. 
that's not you are still there repentance is total u-turn okay it's very important you have take note of that there must be actions there must be commitments that prove that the change for the better has occurred repent therefore and be converted that's what the word of god says in acts 3 19 repent therefore and be converted that's the only time you can expect your sins to be blotted out and the times of refreshing may come to you from the presence of the lord i pray the grace to repent of all the evil things and past wrongdoings in your life may that grace come upon you in the name of jesus sin is not meant to be justified it's meant to be repented of you don't justify sin you just don't say i'm after i'm not the only one after all what can i do after all you know this this is the way my company is structured after all everybody has to tell a lie you don't when you justify sin you are you are nominating you are nominating yourself as a candidate for destruction you are nominating yourself as a candidate for divine anger you don't excuse away sin. You don't explain it away. You don't justify it. You repent of it. That's the only time you can be refreshed from the Lord. Okay? Now, like I was saying the other time, tech telling you how repentance works. For instance, look at this example. Probably you're a fornicator with multiple sex partners. You are involved in sexual sin. You have multiple sex partners. You can't claim you have repented if you only reduce your same partners to one or two. You have five people that you are having illicit sex with. You have multiple sex partners, probably five or six. You are living your life anyhow. You now say you have repented. And the only way to prove to us you have repented is to reduce them to one or two. You are, you are still fornicating. <laughs> you are... The number only reduced. You are still fornicating. To prove that you have repented, there shouldn't be any sin partner left in your life. It has to be zero. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If you are in Christ, you are a new creature. Old things have passed away. Take note. Behold, all things have become new. That's what the Bible says. And to become new, the old must be completely gone. Not reduced. He didn't say, the hold have reduced. No. The hold have passed away. The hold is gone. That is when you can claim that you are a new creature, that you have repented. So, look at your life. You know, like I told you the other time, it's about review. What is that thing in your life that you know God is not happy with? You know yourself, my brother. You know yourself, my sister. Your pastor may not know. No. Your friends may not know. But you know, what is that thing in your life that you know God is not happy with? What is that thing in your life that you are not proud of? That you cannot say, that you are not proud of as a Christian, that you cannot, you know, you can't invite God to come and join you, to come and sit down and watch you doing that thing. What is that thing? What do you do in the secret? What do you do in the dark? What do you do on your computer? What do you do on the screen? What do you do when your spouse is not around? What do you do when you are alone? What is that thing in your life that you know God is not happy with? What do you know? What, what, what habit or behavior do you indulge in that you know the word of God expressly condemns? What habit? What behavior is in your life that you know the word of God expressly, expressly condemns? Repent. Repent. Have a U-turn. 
stop doing it so that you can avoid the wrath of God and consequently express, experience his time of refreshing. John the Baptist speaking in Luke chapter 3 verse 8. John the Baptist in uh, he was speaking in Luke chapter 3 verse 8 uh, from New Living Translation. And it says, prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins. Did you see that? Did you see that? John was saying in Luke 3 8, you can open it. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. He said, prove. He was talking to people. He said, prove by the way you live. Not by what you say. Prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. Did you see what I mean by you, Tom? Repentance is turning from sin and turning to God. It's not just turning from sin and staying there. You turn from and you turn to. That's the way it works. You are turning from sin and you are turning to God. You can't turn to both at the same time. You have to turn from sin and turn to God. Meaning when you are facing sin, you are backing God. And repentance will now mean facing God and backing sin. Do you understand the way it works? Now, do this, do this little experiment wherever you are. Can you make one of your eyes to look up and the other one to look down? Try it. You have two eyes? Good. Make one eye look up and make the other one look down at the same time. Try it. It's not possible. When you are looking up, the two eyes are looking up. When you are looking down, the two eyes are looking down. When you are living in sin, you are not with God. When you are facing sin, you are backing God. When you are backing sin, you are facing God. Repentance is turn from your sins and turn to God. John the Baptist said, prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. That's what Acts of the Apostle means by saying be converted. Okay? He said, don't just say to each other we are safe for we are descendants of Abraham. That means nothing. For I tell you, God can create children of, children of Abraham from these very stones. If men will not serve God, God can raise stones and turn them to children. He is the Lord. So the main theme, and in fact, if you look at the, all the message of Jesus Christ, check your Bible, all the gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The main theme of the message Jesus Christ preached during his earthly ministry was just very simple. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. That's what Jesus kept saying. Look at Matthew 4.17. Matthew 4.17. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. He asked his disciples to go out. Wherever you go, tell people, repent. The first thing is repent. Because there's something you are doing now that is preventing you from coming to God. So repent. Turn away from those things. And turn to God. Because his kingdom is actually at hand. That was the theme. That was a summary. If you want to summarize the message of Jesus during all the years he spent on it, the message was just repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. And if you really belong to Jesus, you should do what he preached. Repent. You should do what he preached. That's why, you know, I, I, want, to, I want to encourage you, you know, whoever you are, as you're listening to me. I don't know your status. I don't know whether you're a pastor, you're a bishop, you're a brother, you're a sister. You know who you are. 
But I want to tell you, the message of repentance is for you. It's for you as well. You are a man of God. Highly respected man of God. People respect you. They know God called you. You have testimonies to show people that God called you. But you know in your heart of hearts that you are still a liar. You know that most of the most of the things you tell your people they are lies. You know that you are still falsifying figures. Your headquarter church asks you to send in a report. You know, maybe they ask you what is the total offering for the month of June? What's the total offering for the month of April? And the total offering is actually about ten thousand dollars. But because of your personal needs, because of certain things you need money for. You decided to falsify the figure and you sent uh, you sent a report to the headquarters telling them, well, this this month was very, very, you know, it was very challenging and people did not only con- did not really contribute. So we're able to record 3,500. You reported 3,500. You reported $3,500 when the actual offering was $10,000. Hmm? You decided to pocket the rest and you are still a pastor. And people are still, you know, celebrating God over your life. And you are moving around as a pastor. Pastor, repent. (laughs) Repent. Repent. Because if you don't, number one, your sins will not be blotted out. Number two, you will not experience any time of refreshing from the Lord, from the presence of the Lord. And number three, you are going to be a partaker of the wrath that is coming upon the children of disobedience. Repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. No matter what you are doing, once you know it is a sin, immediately repent. And the best way to prove to yourself and everybody around you that you have repented is by not going back to it. When David committed adultery with Bathsheba and even decided to kill Uriah to cover up the sin, he did everything. Everything was a sin. Everything he did was sinful, both in the eyes of God and the eyes of man. But David cried to God. He revealed his actions. He revealed his actions and he showed deep contrition and regret for his past wrongs. And he cried to God for forgiveness. He repented. He turned from his sin and turned to God. And David never committed such abomination again. David never committed that sin again. You know, when the Bible says, you know, the Bible says, you know, God was talking about David, that David is a man after my own heart. He said it in the Old Testament and New Testament. David is a man after my own heart. God loved David so much. Was it because David never sinned? David sinned. Read the account of David. David sinned. David messed up. But yet God kept saying he loved David. He's the man after his own heart. You know why? Every time David messed up, David will cry to God. He will repent. He will turn from that sin and turn to God in full repentance. And he will never go back to it. He will never go back to it. You don't repent. You don't say you have repented and you are... You know, just imagine David said, I, I repent. And he went to another one who is not Bathsheba, slept another one. Hey, I repent. Go and pick another woman. Sleep with her again. Kill your husband. That's not repentance. That's playing games with God. And that's what some of us are doing. You don't play games with God. He's the Almighty. He sees what is in the depth of hell. 
how much more what is in the heart of man. He knows what you're doing. Are you telling me he can't see what is going on on your computer screen? Are you telling me he doesn't know what you do when you are alone in the washroom? He knows everything. He's the Lord. He's Emmanuel. So he knows everything everywhere. And that's why you want to be honest with God. Repent of your sins so that you can experience the time of refreshing from the presence of the Lord. It's my prayer that the grace and the humility to repent of your sins and to have a full, a, a total change of change of mind, a total change of ways to the Lord. May that grace come upon you in the name of Jesus. Well, that is the message of the Lord for you today. If you want to repent now, you want to repent of your sins now and you want to be converted so that your sins can be blotted out and so that you can experience the time of refreshing from the presence of the Lord, you are going to say this prayer after me. Okay? Say this prayer after me with full commitment. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I cannot help myself. And that's why I need your salvation. Please come into my life today. Wash away all my sins. If you know the name of those sins, you can mention them to him. Tell him, wash away all my sins. And mention those sins to him. And set me free from every bondage that sin has attracted into my life. I confess you as my Lord and Savior today. Please write my name in the book of life and help me to live for you alone from now onward. Also fill me with your Holy Spirit and don't let me ever become a powerless Christian. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you for your word. Thank you because it's because you love us. That's why you are telling us about this. Thank you for the message of repentance. Thank you for the message of redemption from sin. Thank you for the price that's already been paid for our liberation. Lord, accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. Father, I identify with all my listeners and I say for everything that we have done wrong, for every embarrassment we have brought to your name, for everything we have done in the secret that does not give you glory, for every sin we have committed, Father, we say we are sorry. Have mercy on us in the name of Jesus. Today we have had your word and we are not adding our hearts. We repent of all our sinful ways, sinful habits, sinful attitude, evil thoughts, carnality. We repent of all these things, Lord. We repent of our disobedience to your word. We repent of all these things. Lord, have mercy on us in the name of Jesus. And we turn to you going forward. Accept us in the beloved in the name of Jesus. Give us the power and the grace to remain committed to you and to stay away from whatever we have repented of in the name of Jesus. Now, these are your children who have decided to surrender their lives to you. I pray that you accept them in the beloved. Wipe away their names from the book of death and write their names in the book of life. And for every one of my listeners today, Father, who have decided to repent, let everyone be converted. Let all their sins be blotted out and cause your time of refreshing from your presence to come upon them all in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for answering our prayers. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Yeah, if you said that prayer, congratulations. You are born again. Your sins are blotted out. You are forgiven. And uh, of course, you are a new creature. All things have passed away and all, thi- all things have become new. 
everything about you now has become new glory be to jesus that's why i want to encourage you that to learn about this new life to learn how to live in this kingdom and to not go back to learn how not to go back to your sin uh you want to encourage you to visit our website uh at www.glm.org www.glom.org this website contains materials, resources and wonderful publications that can help you establish uh, in the Lord that can help you become well established in the Lord just go ahead, explore the website check out all the resources and uh, check the my blog area the devotional materials read these materials if you have any question you can actually communicate us and uh, just explore them so that you can become well established in the Lord. And it's a prayer that as you take advantage of these resources, the Lord himself will reveal himself to you and will cause you to be established in grace in the name of Jesus. If you also want to be part of our weekly online Bible study, the link is on the website. It holds every Sunday, uh, 5 to 6 p.m. Mountain Time, every Sunday, and we use the Zoom application. So you can just go to the website and uh, click on the banner right on top of the home page. That will bring you straight to the room where the meeting is holding. You'll be admitted into the room and you'll be part of the online Bible study. It holds every Sunday and it's online, totally online. Uh, just check what mountain 5 to 6 p.m. mountain time is in your own location in your own time zone so that you know the right time to click on the banner and come into the meeting room i also want to encourage you to feel free to follow us uh, on social media you can check us out on facebook on twitter on instagram on linkedin you know follow us like our pages connect with us so that you can always receive important spiritual updates and resources as they become available and paraventure you want to communicate us you have a question you need counsel in any area you need prayers you have testimonies you want to share or you just want to say hi you can reach us uh, via email address at uh, info at glam.org can send us an email through info at glam.org or simply uh, drop us a voice message using the same listening platform you're using now as soon as we hear from you, we'll respond. And the Lord will bless you mightily as you do this in the name of Jesus. So thank you so much for listening to this uh, week's episode of Glenn Podcast. If you have been blessed by this particular episode or probably the previous ones, uh, please feel free to share with others around you so that they can also be partakers of what the Lord is doing. And as you do this, the Lord will bless you mightily in the name of Jesus. I will be here next week again for a fresh episode of Glenn Podcast if the Lord has not returned. Until then, next week. Keep enjoying your freedom in Christ Jesus. God bless you. Bye.